Dr. Ramam, the Ramam now begins enumerating the negative mitzvahs. The Loisa says the, the thou shall nots. Aleph mitzvah number one. The first of the negative mitzvahs is to entertain the idea that there is a, a deity besides for Hashem, a God besides for Hashem. Hashem it says, I do not have any other gods before me. Base number two, not to make an idol. Don't make an idol with your own hands for yourself. And don't have anybody else make one for you. Do not make an idol for yourself. Don't have a getchka made for yourself. Gimel. Don't make a false god even for someone else. Remember, it says, do not make melted or molten gods for yourself. This could include even non-Jew, perhaps. Dial, um, dial number, number four, don't make images for, like, or idols for decoration. Do not, even though they're not going to be served as a god, do not make uh, anything with me that represents any of these type of uh, type of idols, any type of heavenly heavenly uh, uh, bodies like the sun and the moon, etc. Hey, number five, not to bow to idols. Despite the fact that this idol is not normally worshipped by bowing, and normally you're only forbidden to, or, or uh, not allowed to serve an idol in the normal fashion of serving it, but bowing is forbidden across the board. Remember, it says, do not bow to them. Number six, do not serve an idol in the particular fashion that that idol is served. It says, do not serve them. Zion number seven, do not pass your son over to the idolatry process of having your son walk through a fire. It says, do not let your descendant, do not pass your descendants through the, to the Melech. Ches number eight, do not perform the idolatrous, idolatrous, idolatrous witchcraft. Called Oiv, Shemet says, Altifnel Oivis, do not turn to the Oivis. Test number nine, Shalalalasas Maisa Yedoni, do not do the idolatrous witchcraft of the Yedoni. Shemet says, El Yedonim, and to the Yedonim, do not turn. Yud number ten, Shalalithnes, Achra, Abiskechavim, the general, do not stray, or take interest rather, uh, in idols. Shemet says, Altifnel Elidim, do not turn to the false gods. Yalf number eleven, Shalalakam Matseva, do not erect a, a pillar around which people worship. Um, idolatry, or perhaps even this could even include a, a prohibition of erecting a pillar. Which people used to worship Hashem. Shemer says, "Do not uh, set up a pillar for yourselves." Yudbeis number twelve, Shalutim Evan Mashkis, do not make uh, uh, carved out stones to bow on. Shemer it says, "Evan Mashkis, do not make these carved out stones in your land." Yudgimel number thirteen, do not plant any sort of tree in the base of Migdash. Shemer it says, "Do not plant in Asherah any other tree." In the base of Migdash, you dial number 14. In other words, even though the classic idea is not to have a tree but people gather around to worship, that's an Asherah. That's forbidden everywhere, but there's a specific prohibition to allow to plant a tree anywhere in the base of Migdash of any type, even a regular tree. You dial it. Not to take an oath in the name of an Avedazora. Uh, if you're someone who serves it, says he wants you to swear to him, let's say, to deny money you owe him in the name of his idol. Nor should the Jew have the person who worships of the Zorah swear to him in the name of his idol. It says, the name of other gods, uh, other idols, you should not mention, and it should not be heard on your mouth, meaning even through you, even though you didn't say it. Not to cause uh, uh, other Jews to stray not to, not to cause a city of Jews to stray 
our community to stray after idolatry. It says, It should not be heard on your mouth. This specifically refers to somebody who causes a community to stray. Uh, not to cause an individual Jew to stray after idols. It says, by guarding the Mesis, it says, you should not do thing, continue to do act this way. You design number 17. Not to love the Mesis, unlike every other Jewish name, it says, do not show appreciation for him. You number 18. Not to refrain from hating this. Uh, uh, Mesis missionary, it says, do not listen to him. Your test number 19, not to save this missionary, rather let him die if he is in a situation of danger. It says, do not take pity on him. Number 20, that the person who is trying, who is being um, uh, uh, missionized, should not uh, advance any argument to. Exonerate the missionary. Shenemret says, "Leisachmo do not take pity." Chavatham twenty-one. That the person being convinced by the missionary should not refrain from trying to advance an argument to convict the missionary. If he knows something that can convict him, Shenemret says, "Leisachasalov do not cover up on his behalf." Chavbeis twenty-two. Don't cover for him. Chavbeis twenty-two. Shloi lahonis mitzipuya never 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 Not to benefit from. Uh, Decorations of on the idol. says, Do not desire the gold and silver which is upon them. Not to rebuild the city which has been burned down because it's 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 a majority of its inhabitants were influenced to stray after the Zara. Not to rebuild it. it says, should not be rebuilt. It says not to rebuild the commercial race, its former stature. Uh, we'll see what that means. Not to have any benefit from the money, um, the property of that, that city. It says, nothing should, of it should cling to your hand. Not to have any benefit from from idols and anything which is any accessories, such as the things offered to it, um, uh, or the wine which is poured for it. Ceremoniously, it says, Do not bring a disgusting thing into your house. Not to prophesy in the name of, of idols. It says, Whoever speaks the name of other gods, etc. Chavzayin 27, not to prophesize falsely, even Hashem's name. says, He who intentionally spoke in my name, that, that, that which I did not command him. Not to listen to the person who prophesies in the name of idolatry, the name of an idol. says, Do not listen to that prophet. Chav test 29. Not to refrain from killing, executing this false prophet. Not to be afraid of him. Shemrat says, do not be afraid of him. Not to follow in the in the practices of the idolaters. Nor in their conduct or custom. Shemrat says, do not follow their conduct. Not to practice black magic. Shemrat says, "Should not be found among you anyone who practices magic." Not to practice different types of another kind of black magic. Shemrat says, "Do not practice this kind of black magic." Do not be another kind of idolatrous black magic. A soothsaying. 
Like it says, the pasuk, the pasuk says, should not be found among you. Amad Hey 35, not to practice, excuse me, not to cast spells. The pasuk, the pasuk says, the person who casts spells. Lamed Vav 36, not to consult the dead through the witchcraft of Oiv. Shemad says, Vashil Oiv. But regarding someone who consults an Oiv, you shouldn't do that. Lamed Zion 37, not to try to contact the dead through the witchcraft of Yudaini. Shemad says, Vashil Oiv Yudaini, he who uh, uh, seeks out through the Oiv Yudaini, etc. Lamed Ches 38, not to try to contact the dead through the process of dreams and other kind of witchcraft. Shemad says, Vidayish Lamesim. One who attempts to communicate with the dead, Lamates 39. A woman may not wear attire or clothing, which is appropriate for a man. Shemit says, The uh, ornaments or the clothing of a man should not be on a woman. Mem 40. That a man not wear woman's clothing. Shemit says, A man may not wear woman's clothing. The Ram who explains the reason for this is because this is the conduct of the idol worshippers. The Ram tells us um, that this is actually mentioned in the books of their worship. The idea of men and women cross-dressing is an idolatrous practice. Mem Not to write on the flesh, a tattoo on the flesh, as the idol worshippers do. Shemit says, The writing of, 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 of uh, scratching should not be placed on your flesh. Then base 42, not to wear mixed garments of woolen linen. And the Ramah tells us the reason because as such is done with the, to the, uh, um, uh, such is done by the uh, priests, uh, the uh, clergy of the, of the idol worshippers. Shemit says, do not wear shotness. Garments mixed of, of mixed uh, mixed garments, which we know means woolen linen. Mem Gimel 43, not to shave the corners, the temples of the head. This is the practice of the clergy of the idol worshippers. Shem it says, the idols. Shem it says, do not shave off the corners of your head. Mem Dalad 44, not to shave the entire, the, the beard, or not to shave the entire beard, as is the process, uh, the, the practice of idol worshippers. Shem it says, do not Shave the corners of your beard. This is very important to notice that, that, that to point out that the idea of having a beard uh, is not just a matter of uh, uh, you know, especially being, being particularly religious. The Ramam associates the concept together with the necessity to re- refrain from uh, engaging in something related to idol worship. So that's the uh, so it's very important. Not to scratch the flesh in mourning, as the idol worshippers do. Shemit says, "The least it's going to do not uh, scratch your flesh." The concept of the, the, the terminology of the pasuk of gidida and srita is the exact same thing with two different words. The idea of cutting into the flesh. Not to dwell in the land of Mitzrayim ever. Shemit says, You shall never return back to this way. Not to stray after thoughts of the heart and the seeing of the eyes. Shemit says, Do not stray after your heart and eyes. Memchas 48. Do not do a covenant of a peace treaty with the seven nations. They can perhaps we're allowed to have a peace treaty of sorts but not to necessarily uh, have a uh, covenant of a treaty with the seven nations occupying Eretz Canaan that the Yidden conquered 
after the commandment. So I'm saying it says, Lay Suchis the Hembrius, do not make a covenant with them. Memtes forty nine, Shalila Hakis, other Meshiva Amin, not to allow any of the seven nations who choose to stay and fight to live. Shinemar, do not let them be alive. Shinemar says, Lay Sia, Lay Shaikh on the Shama, excuse me, do not let any person live. No, number fifty, Shalila Hena, the Kahovin, not to show favor. Uh, as will be expounded upon and explained what that means. To an idol worshiper, Shem, it says, do not show them favor. Not to allow idol worship, idol worshippers to live in our land. There it's a Shem, it says, they should not dwell in your land. Nun base 52, not to marry a non-Jew, or idol worshiper, a non-Jew. Shem, it says, do not marry them. Nun Gimel 53, that a convert from the nation of Amun Amayev, a male convert, may not marry a regular Jewish woman. It says, a convert of Amun Amayev may not come into the congregation of Hashem. This refers to a male convert, not to a female convert, which is why Rus was a legitimate marriage, and therefore David Melech's lineage was legitimate. Not to prevent the descendants of Esau from marrying into the Jewish people, unless it's the first three generations, but after that it's fine. It says, do not, do not uh, be disgusted with the, do not, do not detest the um, uh, or despise the Adamim, uh, the descendants of Esau. Nun hey fifty five. Shall the harachik mitzvim and I call Elad Shishadaris again not to uh, uh, not to prevent a a um, Egyptian convert or his descendants to marry the Jewish people unless it's the first three generations. Um, but after that, they should be allowed to marry a Jewish. Name it says Leis Av Mitzvim. Do not despise the Egyptian. Nun vav fifty six. Not to extend an offer of peace to Amun Mayav when we go out to fight them in war, as we should do with other nations by offering them peace. That doesn't mean if Amun Mayav asks for peace first, we can't agree to have peace. But we're not supposed to offer them peace first. Remember, it says, Do not seek their welfare or benefit or peace. Not to destroy a fruit tree. Similarly, anything which is needless, needless destruction is forbidden. It says, Do not uh, uh, destroy the trees. Now, according to the Rambam, destroying things that are not trees, that, that might be useful, is that a biblical prohibition? Is that a, is that a, is it Isa? Or is it Rabbanon? It's a conversation. Not for the men of war, not to be afraid. Not to be scared of the enemy. Time of war, Shem, it says, Do not be uh, uh, panic before them and don't fear them. Never to let the evil actions that Amalek did to us leave our hearts. Rather, we should remember constantly. Shem, it says, Do not forget. Samach number 60. That we are cautioned against cursing Hashem. The word Bircha means blessing, but it's a euphemism. Shem, it says, Do not curse Hashem. Do not curse Elikim, excuse me. And the word Elikim in this, in this Pasuk references many things. Uh, first of all, Hashem. It also references other things as we'll learn. For example, a judge, etc. It says regarding the punishment, you must, he who uh, explicitly curses Hashem shall surely die. Here's the principle. Anytime the Pasuk says something, and it, punish, it lists the punishment as karis, which is the person dying young, his children dying, God forbid, and other spiritual 
negative impacts on the soul, as the Ramam describes Koros in Choshuva. Harizim mitzvahs lists say, by definition, if the Torah lists status of punishment, that makes it a negative mitzvah. The Ramam has to clarify this because there's a principle that the Torah doesn't just say, if you do this, here's the punishment, therefore it's lists say. It's not. It, it, basically, in other words, it has to be one pasuk has to say, "Thou shall not do such and such," and then the terrorist sometimes it, it tells us, uh, either that if you do the punishment is this and this, but the terror doesn't just say, "If you do this, the punishment is such and such," and that makes it a lesa say. Prior to the, the, the statement that the punishment is such and such, it has to say, "Thou shall not." But here, when it says, "If someone curses Hashem, he should surely die." The fact that it tells you the punishment is such and such, and it's a punishment of death, then that does, by definition, make it a loisase. So if it just says, if you do such and such, the punishment is malchus, slashes, that doesn't make it a loisase. It has to say oh, another pasuk somewhere else to tell us that it's that thou shall not. But if the punishment is death or karis, then that's sufficient. Now, why is it necessary to tell us that if we have the previous pasuk of the kalel? Good question. The mafarshim deal with that. Now, there's an exception over here. That uh, the Raman just told us that whenever the the, whenever the, the halacha the pasuk tells us that the punishment is curse or execution, that by definition makes it a loisase. There's an exception of someone who refrains from circumcising himself if it wasn't done by his parents, his father, or a person who refrains from eating Pesach. Shame These are two mitzvahs that uh, the person who violates them is chayv karis. But nevertheless, they are positive mitzvahs, not negative mitzvahs. Tamachal of 61, not to transgress a shvua expressed by your mouth if you, swore, if you swore to do or not do something. And then you go into the opposition where it says, do not swear my name falsely. Don't swear needlessly. Like I swear the sky is blue. Do not swear the name of Hashem your God in vain, needlessly. Tamachimel 63. Not to desecrate Hashem's name, Shemar says, Do not desecrate my name. Not to test the word of Hashem. Shemar says, Do not test Hashem your God. Not to destroy the Bishamigdash or any part of the Bishamigdash. Or a uh, shul, a synagogue, a bat or a house of of uh, study, of Torah. Nor to erase any of Hashem's holy names. Nor to destroy any of the holy writings, any book of Tanakh, or perhaps that includes as well Torah Shabbat Peh. Shemet says, you shall surely destroy them, the idol worshiper, idol worship, uh, the idols and the idol worship houses. Do not do as such to Hashem your God. So it's possible according to the Rambam that even destroying a Book of Torah is a biblical prohibition, although it's not absolutely clear that the Ram holds that. Samach Vav 66, not to leave someone who's hanging on uh, a uh, person who's hanging to, uh, from a, a wooden structure, should not be left there overnight. The person who, there's certain people who are executed by Bezdin by stoning, in certain scenarios, they must, the body, after after the execution, the body must be hung, but it's not allowed to stay there overnight. Shemit says, do not let his um, corpse uh, uh, um, hang there overnight. Semach Zion 66, not to refrain ever from having the Beis HaMikdash being constantly guarded all around. Shemach says, you shall guard my guardianship. Semach 68, that the Koyen is not allowed to go into the Mishkan or the Beis HaMikdash, uh, the Azar in this case specifically, at any time. 
excuse me, the Hegel, which is the Kodesh, any time he chooses to, it should only be done for good reason. Shemet says, do not come uh, at any any moment, at any time, uh, into the Hegel. Rather, only for the purposes of doing something there that's an Avaidah service. Samachtes 69, who has a blemish and therefore is disqualified from serving as a Koyen, should not come not just into the Hegel, but should not come into the uh, area between the Mizbeach and the Hegel. It means to be the west of the Mizbeach. You have the outer Mizbeach. The west of that, there's an area in the courtyard, which is not yet the, the Hegel itself, not yet in the Kodesh. He's not allowed to go past that. It says, you should not come to the, the curtain, meaning the curtain, the partition curtain. And again, that refers to any concept of doing a service in the Mishkan, if it's a Mikdash, in any part of, uh, any part of it at all. Ayin, as we'll see in more details. Ayin number 70, that a koyin who has a blemish may not do the service to Mishamidosh. And it says, he who has a blemish. Ayin alf 71, that even if it's a temporary blemish, he may not serve. Shemar says, any man who has a blemish should not approach. Ayin base 72, that the Levim should not do the avoid of the kahanim, the kahanim of this levim, the kahanim should not do the service of the levim. Shneimer says, "By levim regarding levim, a clear kaddish velam esbech liyakarvu." They should not approach the tools or the vessels of the holy and, and their or their altar of esbech. They should not they should not approach. Gam him gamatem them or you. So the levim should do their job. The kahanim should do their job, and they shouldn't mix. Ayin Gimel sixty seventy three. Someone who's intoxicated should not enter the base of mikdash. Nor should he give an instruction in Torah to teach it to teach it, to pass halacha. Shemet says, "Yain v'shech do not drink wine or hard liquor." When you come to the tent of meeting, the mitzvah and Shemet says, "Lo heres esmeisol to instruct the Jewish people." So we see those two things coming to the base of mikdash or instructing the Jewish people are not allowed if you're intoxicated. Ayin Dal seventy four. That a non-koyin should not serve in the base of mikdash. A foreigner should not approach you. Ayin hey seventy-five. Koyin told me that a koyin who is impure should not serve. Shemer says he knows when he cuts the soul, they should remove themselves from the holiness of the Jewish people, the holy of the Jewish people, the holy service if they're impure. Ayin vov seventy-six. That a koyin who is a tful yom, which means he became impure, and the process of purification means immersing in a mikvah. They're waiting for nightfall, so he tailed the mikvah already, but he hasn't. But night hasn't night hasn't come yet. Even though he's begun the process of purification, for certain respects, certain restrictions are lifted, and the purification has begun, he still is not yet qualified to serve this mikdash until nightfall. Hashem it says they should not they should not profane uh, Hashem's name. Ayin Zion seventy seven shaloi that a koyin is tamei should not enter the courtyard of the base mikdash, even if he's not going to serve. Do not make your camp impure. This refers to the camp, doesn't refer to the entire camp of all the 12 tribes. It refers specifically to the Bisham Mikdash. Ein Ches 78. That a should not enter the camp, the camp of the Levium, which surrounded the Mishkan in the desert. Which is the equivalent for generations, um, the Temple Mount. So different levels of tumor, depending on the severity, you either you, either you can you can't be in Yerushalayim, or you can't be you can be in Yerushalayim, but you can't be on the Temple Mount, or you can even go on the Temple Mount, but you can't go into the te- or into the into the courtyard, the Azara. So there's a certain type of tumor that has to be off the Temple Mount. Shemar it says, they should not come to the camps. That pastor is referring to the camp of the Levium. 
Ayin test 79. So the English of the Mizbeach causes is to not build the Mizbeach with stones that have been carved with metal tools. Shemar, it says, Leis of Nehesen causes do not build it with carved stones. Pay 80. Shalayif Lefseya al Mizbeach, not to go on the Mizbeach by taking wide steps on the stairs, rather only on a ramp. Shemar, it says, Leis Alev and Malisam Mizbechi do not go up to my altar with steps. Pay Aleph 81. Shalayif Hakdirak at Akrav Mizbeach Azov do not offer sacrifices or incense. Excuse me, not, not to offer carbonus um, uh, um, sacrifices on the golden mizbeach, which was inside the basement of this building. It was reserved only for uh, only was reserved only for the incense. The kateris shenemet says the yisalo love kateresoda do not offer a foreign incense. So lahakri lahakri. So basically, mitzvah eighty one is when it says lahakri lahakri mizmechazov not to offer any kind of carbonus sacrifices on the inner mizbeach. Or any kind of foreign incense that's not part of the protocol on that mizbeach. Pay base 82. Not to extinguish a fire in the mizbeach. It says a constant fire should be burning on the mizbeach. It should not be extinguished. Pay gil 83. Do not make an imitation of the a replica, rather, of the special anointing oil that was used for anointing the. Kain Godel and the Melech Shemet says, "Maskatoy laasasu." Do not make an imitation of it, or a uh, replica of it. Um, yeah, Peg Dalit eighty-four. Shlei losuch b'shemen hamishchazar that the original uh, legitimate oil that's used for anointing kings and high priests should not be anointed and be used for any other anyone else. For any other purpose, Shemar says, "Al besar adam leisach." It should not be anointed or, or, or spread, smeared on a person's flesh. Pei eighty-five. Shul asis is not to make an imitation of the kateris, the incense in the base of Migdash. Shemar says, "Umas do not make an imitation of it. Do, make, do not make a duplicate of it." Pei vav. So only it's only allowed to be made that special mixture to that ratio and those ingredients. That that proportion may only be made uh, for the purposes of Using it in the base of Mikdash on the Mizbeach, Hazov. Pevav 86. by the Aron to never take the staves out of the Aron that we used to carry it, even though they only carry it in the Mishkan. Once into the base of Mikdash, the Chayyah did not need to be carried anymore, but you're not allowed to take the staves out forever. Shemet says, which should not be removed from it. Pezain 87. Not to remove the Chayyah, the breastplate that had the 12 stones. Each one for each shavit, that special breastplate it should not be removed uh, from the apron that it was attached to. Shemar says, The chesh may not be removed from the ephod. Peches 88, that the garment the king of the war wore called the me'il is not allowed to be torn or ripped. Shemar says, It has to have its hem, its collar sewn inside of it, should not be torn. Perhaps it can be understood that Amman holds that. Um, that that the that because they pulled it over the hem, the collar, and sewed it, that prevented it from being torn at the at the neck. Pay tess. not to offer kabbonis out to the bismigdash. it says, Be careful lest you offer up any burnt offering anywhere else out to the bismigdash. Tavik ninety not to shecht. Sacrifices outside the Bismigdash, even if you're going to afterwards bring it into the Bismigdash to offer it. Still not allowed. It says, 
any man who shechs a uh, bull or a sheep for the sake of a carbon, but he does not does not bring it to the to the mishkan uh, beforehand uh, and shechs it over there, rather he shechs it outside. Uh, he is chayev kars. Not to sanctify an animal that's, that's, that's disqualified from a blemish for the sake of a carbon. It says, whatever has a blemish, should not be offered. This is a prohibition of sacrifice, of sanctifying rather, being maktish, a disqualified animal with a moon, with a blemish. Not to shecht an animal that's disqualified because that's a blemish. For the sake of a carbon, so if you even if you, even if you sanctified it while well, it was perfectly fine, it then got blemished. Now you're not allowed to shecht anymore as a carbon. Shemer says, do not offer this to Hashem. If someone does shecht it as a carbon, do not sprinkle the blood on the mizbeach. Shemer says, regarding those with the blemish, do not offer them to Hashem. This pasuk refers to the prohibition specifically of offering their blood, sprinkling the blood. Tadik test 94. Shall the movement not to offer the parts that are normally offered in the Mizbech if the animal had a blemish? Never. It says, Do not offer a firing offering from them. Tadik hey 95. Shall the not to offer or sacrifice a animal even if the blemish is temporary? Shem, it says, Do not offer to Hashem your God a bull or a sheep. A sheep that has a blemish. This possibly refers to a temporary blemish. Not to offer an animal with a blemish that's offered up by a Nagoya. A non-Jew is allowed to offer a sacrifice in the Besamikdash, but not if the animal has a blemish. Special misfit to caution us. It says, Do not offer them up from the hand of the stranger. Tzadik, or the foreigner, rather. Tzadik Zion, 97, not to inflict a blemish on a animal that has been sanctified as a carbon. Shemrit says, Mum le yaboy, do not, uh, do not, a, a blemish should not be in it, meaning, claimer means to say, at least the mum do not place a blemish on it. Tzadik ches 98, not to offer anything that has either chametz, leaven, or any honey, which in this case means any derivative from any kind of fruit on the Mizbeach. Shemrit says, Kichosa v'chodavash, any leaven and any honey, Meaning that which is sweet from any kind of fruit, should not be offered. Tell test ninety-nine, not to offer anything on the mizbeach that is unsalted. It says, do not refrain the salt from the covenant of Hashem your God. The only thing on the mizbeach that was unsalted, I believe, was the water poured on Sukkot by uh, the wine that was poured every day with the karbonas. And the dam that was sprinkled on the mizbeach, those three did not have salt. Everything else had to have salt. Kuf number hundred. So the hakrivai son of not to offer an animal on the mizbeach as a carbon if it was used to pay the services of a prostitute or it was used to barter or swap for a dog. Shemrat says, Leisavi esdan mizayim do not bring that which is the exchange or the payment of a prostitute or uh, that which is being exchanged for a dog. Kuf Aleph 801, not to shecht two animal, an animal and its child on the same day. Shemrat says, do not shecht, this is talking about animals in general, not just kabbonis, don't shecht an animal and its child in the same day. Kuf that a person who brings a carbon as a, for because of a very he did, a chatas, which is in, in this case a grain offering, May not have oil, although usually they did. Shemer it says, 
do not place oil upon it. Kufkim 103, uh, not, to, not to place frankincense on the grain offering of, uh, that's brought for uh, Navera. Shemrat says, not to place frankincense on the uh, Chathas grain offering, even though, again, they normally did, most grain offerings have. Kufdalad 104, not to put oil on the offering brought by a woman who is suspected of being unfaithful, the Saita. Shemrat says, do not pour oil on it. Kufhe 105, not to put frankincense on her offering. Shemrat says, do not put on it. So the part of the process of testing the Saita, if she was innocent, was for her to bring a special carbon, and that was not allowed to have frankincense or oil. Kavav 106, not to exchange sacrifices from one type to another or from uh, a sacrifice to an animal which is um, hectic, sanctified to unsanctified. There's, there's, a, there's a way to redeem it, but the process of Hamir, Tamura, is the uh, illegitimate attempt. Shemrat says, do not switch it, do not change it. Kuf Zayin 107, not to change Karbanis. So Kuf Vav 106 referred to try to change it from sanctified animal to a non-sanctified animal. And Kuf Zayin is saying not to change it from one carbon to another type, like from one type of carbon to a different type of carbon. Chathas to an oil or vice versa. Shemrat Bukhar, it says regarding the firstborn animal, which is offered as a sacrifice, do not sanctify it. Claim means to say it's already sanctified from the womb automatically. Do not try to change it from a Bukhar to a different type of carbon. Kufches 108. Not to redeem the animal of a the, the firstborn pure animal. In other words, it is, if it's a firstborn animal, rather than, rather than trying to redeem it, the animal itself is brought as a carbon. If it's unblemished, and if it's blemished, and then you give it to the carbon as a gift. Shemer, it says, Ach, Bechur, Asher, V'gemer, the Bechur of a bull or other coach, domesticated animal, do not, be, do not redeem it, and should be given as it is. Kuftes 109, to not sell the, every tenth animal, you're not allowed to sell it, uh, or, or, or um, rather, you have to give it as it is to the Vesa Migdash or carbon. Shemrat says, Do not redeem it. Um, and again, a part is eaten by the owner, part by the coin, part goes in the Mizbech. Kuf Yud, Shloy Limchers. Sorry, no, uh, the coin does not get a part of the Miser. Um, that's wrong. Kuf Yud, 110, Do not sell in a field that has been designated um, for the Vesa Migdash. Shemrat says, do not sell it. Uh, and the process of the person who says his field is cherem, he's making it part, he's giving it the base of Migdash. What do you do with that? We'll learn, but just just sell it. That's not uh, not allowed. Kufi alf one eleven. Shloy liftes b'sei achenim to redeem it. Shemrat says, lazy go, do not redeem that field. Kufi beis one twelve. Shloy yavdil v'ish achatas oif. That when a person brings a sin offering of a bird, you're not allowed to separate the head from the body. There's a process where you do kill the animal, of course, shechted in a special, unique, uh, unusual fashion, but to separate the bird, from the head from the body is not allowed. Shem, it says, you um, decapitate it uh, behind, from the back of its neck, which means you decapitate its vitals, uh, the, 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 the windpipe and food pipe, the back of the neck, but the action, but the it has to be, remain attached at the skin, uh, from the front. Kufyud Gimel one thirteen not to use sanctified animals uh, to work, uh, carry things, plow, etc. Shemrat says, do not work, do do work with the firstborn of your ox. Firstborn of your ox. Of course, we know the firstborn is a sanctified animal. and that applies to all components. 
do not shear sanctified animals. It says, do not shear the firstborn of your sheep. And again, that applies to all korbanos. Do not shech the Pesach sacrifice while the person or anybody who's associated with it owns chametz still. It says, do not slaughter the chametz, uh, the, um, do not slaughter the blood of the sacrifice, my sacrifice, referring to the Pesach sacrifice, when there is chametz. Do not leave the parts of the current Pesach animal which are meant to be placed in the Mizbeach. Do not let them become disqualified past their expiration date uh, by sitting overnight. It says, Do not leave the fats of my festival to the morning. Put the Mizbeach before the morning comes. Do not leave over any of the flesh of the Pesach sacrifice, which is meant to be eaten. Eat it all. Shemr says, do not leave any to the morning. The special carbon that's bought as part of the part of the mitzvah of, of um, Chagiga, the celebration uh, of the of, of Karbonus. So those Karbonus were brought in Erev Pesach on the 14th of Nisan. Do not let any of them, any of it remain to the third day from uh, from from the 14th of Nisan to the morning of of the of the 16th of Nisan, that's considered too late. Shemet says, "Do not leave over from the flesh." By tradition, the pasuk is talking about the carbon chagiga of the 14th of Nisan. This says to the morning. Refers to this morning of the second day of Pesach. Not the morning of the first day of Pesach, which is the third day after its Shechita. And this is halacha that applies to any carbon chagiga. Whenever you bring it, it's allowed to be eaten, let's say it's Sunday, so you shechen sometime on Sunday. You're not allowed to have any of it still remaining when Tuesday morning comes. Not to let any of the flesh of the second Pesach that's offered, if Pesach Sheni, if a person uh, missed the first one, not to let that. Um, uh, be, remain uneaten until the morning. Shemet says, don't let any of it remain till the morning. Uh, let it remain uneaten or unburned in the event that it can't be eaten for some reason. Kufches 120, do not let the meat of the carbon, the Thanksgiving carbon, remain till the following morning. Shemet says, do not leave it till the morning. Again, it has to all be eaten prior to sunrise. Prior to dawn. Kodesh refers to all carbonus as well. You're not allowed to let them uh, remain ex- extent existing after the time when they're no longer allowed to be eaten. They are not allowed to. They're not allowed to be present in the world. So they have to be eaten before the time comes. They can't be eaten. They have to be burned. But to let them let them exist when the time arrives when they're no longer allowed to be eaten. That's not allowed. Not to break any bones of the Pesach sacrifice. And it says, Do not break any bones. Not to break any bones of the Pesach Sheni Carbon. You should not break any bone of it. Again, two different psukim. The first previous pasuk about Etzim Mitzvah 121 is in Parshish Boy. Perikid Beis, Pasuk Mimvav. This pasuk of Pesach Sheni is in Baal Eischa, Perik Tes, Pasuk Yud Beis.